Greetings, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host from News Talk Florida. You know, there's a bill in Tallahassee that has got some people very, very upset and quite interested. It's an epic battle over eye surgery. A series of bills authorizing optometrists who are not medical doctors to perform such surgeries have ignited what critics around Tallahassee are calling eyeball wars. On one side, you have the optometrists who claim that they're capable of performing many common procedures. On the other side, you have ophthalmologists who are insisting that such surgeries should be done by trained and licensed medical doctors. Well, the person who broke this story is Richard Minter. And Rich is from the American Media Institute. And Rich, I'll tell you what, it's a very interesting story. Job well done by you and AMI. Question is... How do you think things are going to play out here in the state of Florida? Well, the optometrists, who are not medical doctors for a long mm-hmm. period of time, wanted uh, the ability to do eye surgery. And basically, I think they want to be doctors without going to medical school. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not to say that they don't perform a lot of valuable services, getting eyeglasses for people and mm-hmm. putting in eye drops and even referring people to ophthalmologists, which are the eye doctors who can sure. go to medical school. But now uh, they have put together a secretive fund. Um, through a number of shadowy organizations and started uh, providing campaign contributions to Florida lawmakers with the goal of being able to do surgery without going to medical school. And there's now a bill before the Florida legislature that if it passes, and it's already passed out of committee in the lower house, Mm -hmm. um, you could have uh, surgery done on your eyes by an optometrist who is not a medical doctor, who is not a trained surgeon, and they wouldn't even necessarily have to disclose that the person doing the surgery was not a doctor. Now, this puts people at great risk. Uh, you know, inexpert eye surgery uh, can be very damaging. Of course, you know, it's, uh, to get a um, cataract out, uh, that's what uh, a bad eye sur- uh, non-eye surgeon is what blinded uh, both Bach and, uh, and Haydn, the two famous composers. Sure. And uh, Florida is one of the biggest uh, eye markets in the world, given the number of retired people. Mm-hmm. And to have non-doctors operating on people's eyes, uh, which could blind them, is a major story. We were kind of surprised that none of the other major media willing to take a look at it. Maybe they were afraid of the optometrist lobby. But uh, we at the American Media Institute, our motto is uh, first and fearless. Uh, we didn't care about that lobby. We were going to go tell a story that uh, we thought the public needed to know. Rich, the story takes on a very interesting aspect, and that, of course, is the fact that you have – one of the top lobbyists in Michael Corcoran, who is the brother of Florida Speaker of the House, Richard Corcoran. So a little bit of brotherly love there with regard to, um, you know, this entire, you know, eye situation. That's right. So the optometrists are very clever. They went and hired uh, three major uh, legendary lobbyists, including the brother of the Speaker of the Florida House. Uh, So, uh, yeah, brotherly support is literally true. I mean, they've got uh, the optometrists are paying him as one of their top three lobbyists. Of course, they put a lot of uh, campaign dollars uh, into uh, various uh, state senators and state uh, uh, lawmakers' hands uh, for campaigns. Uh, And they outraised the ophthalmologists by more than 10 to 1. I mean, the ophthalmologists might be the real doctors, uh, but I guess they're so busy paying uh, insurance uh, that uh, they haven't really uh, spent a lot of money on politics. Where The optometrists have raised a fortune, and they're now deploying it to try to change the state law. Once again, they're hoping to cash in on eye surgery. Eye surgery is a big business, especially in a state like Florida, 
uh, which has so many retired people. It's one of the biggest eye markets in the world. Big, uh, the big payoff for them, which is potentially hundreds of millions of dollars per year, is if they can start billing Medicare and Medicaid as if they're medical doctors. So the optometrist would do the surgery. Remember, they're not, they're not licensed uh, surgeons. Uh, and then bill as if they are and uh, collect a big windfall from the federal and state government through Medicare and Medicaid payments, as well as uh, insurance payments. So on the, on the uh, hook here, at, at stake here, is hundreds of millions of dollars per year. And um, I don't know about you, but I, I certainly wouldn't want a non-doctor operating on my eyes. No, I'm not so particularly keen of having anybody operate on my eyes. But if I have exactly. to, it definitely, definitely it's going to be somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, with regard to uh, this legislation, okay, uh, the process has begun. Uh, where is it at this juncture in Tallahassee? Well, it's just passed the lower house uh, committee in the lower house and mm -hmm. is uh, coming up for a vote. They haven't scheduled a vote yet, but it'll be sometime likely uh, this week. Uh, so it got through house. committee. It got through committee, uh, mark up all of those stages. Uh, and there's a companion bill already in the Florida uh, State Senate. Uh, the optometrist lobby is very organized, very sophisticated. They've been mm -hmm. planning this for a long time. Uh, and They know what they're doing. Uh, so unless there's a public outcry, this will probably go through. And um, And once this law passes, uh, when optometrists, who are, again, not medical doctors, can perform eye surgery and act in every way as if they are a doctor, including prescribed medicines. Out of the 50 United States, uh, only two states have ever tried to do what Florida is now uh, poised to do, which is let optometrists, non-doctors, mm -hmm. perform eye surgeries. And in both of those states, especially in the state of Kentucky, complications from bad eye surgeries more than tripled in the first five years. So one of the costs of giving the optometrist the tens of billions or hundreds of millions, rather, of money, uh, monies that they want could be a, a big increase in complications from eye surgery. Mm -hmm. So the public will pay the cost, and, of course, they'll reap the windfall. So, all right, so Kentucky passed it. Florida's in the midst of the possibility. Does, um, in the state of Kentucky, where, ironically, Senator Rand Paul is a surgeon, an eye surgeon. Um, is um, do they get do doctors in um, in uh, in Kentucky have they been able to exploit the um, uh, the the Medicare Medicaid side of the deal? The optometrists, the non doctors, certainly right. have mm -hmm. in terms of billing themselves as if they're uh, full fledged doctors and getting mm -hmm. a much higher uh, percentage payment out of uh, Medicare and Medicaid than they would otherwise. Normally, an optometrist would have to refer eye surgery to a trained medical doctor, a real MD, right. and that person would collect at least 80% of the fee mm -hmm. under a, a scheme known as co-management, which is legal but dodgy. Um, mm -hmm. the, the surgeon who does the work can actually give up to 20% of his fee to the optometrist who makes the referral. And a lot of optometrists threaten not to make referrals unless they get a kickback, which is something mm -hmm. uh, that the Florida legislature should investigate because it, uh, it really makes you wonder why people are being referred to surgeons sometimes hundreds of miles away from home rather mm -hmm. than a surgeon around the corner. And it's often because the surgeon around the corner won't make the kickback and the guy downstate will. What about the situation with regard to um, 
liability. I mean, there's got to be a liability insurance aspect to it, is Yes, this is something that has not been examined by the Florida legislature, but uh, I think almost certainly they're going to end up, uh, optometrists or not doctors are going to have to end up getting uh, some kind of insurance uh, for uh, for malpractice because uh, there are going to be complications. I mean, we know uh, in the two states that have allowed this that complications have more than tripled uh, and people will begin to sue. And, of course, uh, Florida has more than its share of trial lawyers. So these optometrists can expect to be dragged into court uh, forthwith. And uh, blinded old people make tremendously compelling victims in front of juries. Uh, you would think, yes. Um, what do you think the resolution is going to be? You think it will pass? It certainly looks like the optometrists have paid their way. Uh, you know, they've the mixed uh, money and politics pretty effectively. Looks mm-hmm. like it's going to pass not just the lower house, but probably the Senate, uh, which would be a disaster. It's a really, uh, it, from our reporting, and this looks like an example of crony capitalism. Mm-hmm where people have paid uh, politicians to get results that just don't make any sense at all except for their own uh, financial self-interest. Well, obviously- and at the very least, they should have to disclose that they're not real doctors before mm-hmm. they uh, put the scalpel next to your eyeball. Absolutely. Obviously, though, um, there's still a chance for people to call their legislators and to do everything they can to stop the bill if they so choose. That's right. It hasn't passed the lower house yet. And of course, the Senate has yet to take it up mm-hmm. uh, so they could uh, call their state lawmakers in Florida and uh, mm-hmm. and let their voices be heard uh, that this is going to be a huge expense for taxpayers, including with mm-hmm. Medicare and Medicaid payments. They also uh, should ask those lawmakers to look into co-management. Why do mm-hmm. surgeons have to give kickbacks to optometrists in order to get referrals? That mm-hmm. doesn't sound ethical. And at the very least, they should uh, optometrists should have to disclose what their credentials are before they begin surgery or any kind of medical care. Absolutely, Rich. Real quick, um, I know you got to go. Um, if you have a minute, why don't you tell us a little bit about the American Media Institute? Uh, how we can get in touch with you? How we can follow you on Twitter and your basically uh, social media aspect? Sure. The American Media Institute is a nonprofit uh, 501c3 uh, news gathering organization. We produce original investigative reports. Uh, we've hired a band of reporters uh, who are Pulitzer Prize winners and Emmy Award winners. And we investigate all sorts of topics uh, totally independently. Our motto is first and fearless. And then we publish those reports in major newspapers and magazines across the country, ranging from USA Today uh, and sent to the San Diego Tribune. Uh, U.S. News and World Report, Forbes Magazine, and uh, 180 others. People can check out our website at AmericanMediaInstitute.com. They can also follow us uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, And um, they can check out, uh, if they want to be interested in some of my books, uh, you can find uh, my various best-selling books at Richard Miniter on Amazon.com. Rich, thanks very much for joining us today and uh, giving us this exclusive interview and this exclusive uh, um, document that you have on what's going on. It was a great report and uh, outstanding work, as always, by the American Media Institute. Thank you so much. Once again, we thank Rich Minter of the American Media Institute for being our guest today on this edition of the Politically Incorrect podcast, uh, which, of course, can be gotten at iTunes, Google Play, Blog Talk Radio, or of course, right here on NewsTalkFlorida.com. So, until next time, 
We hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And by the way, you can read Rich's investigative report on the I-Wars here in the state of Florida on NewstalkFlorida.com. And we also want you to check out Rich's work at the American Media Institute. Plenty of good stuff there to read. Until next time, again, this is Jim Williams. Hope that you have a wonderful weekend and be well. Thank you.